Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard to beat. Where are you coming from in this one? Your 100% essential download. Jim White and Simon Jordan. You let this get out of control. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Hello and thanks for downloading Outspoken, the podcast that brings you the very best of our daily Talk Sports show. Former England midfielder Carlton Palmer joined myself and Simon to look back at an impressive win for England as they got their Euro qualifying campaign off to a great start. Plus, we'll react to Julian Nagelsmann's sacking at Bayern Munich with Thomas Tuchel waiting in the wings to take over. So much was I enjoying my pre-show chat with Carlton Palmer. I completely underestimated the time and then we were suddenly on air. Carlton Palmer, it's good to have you back. How are you, sir? Brilliant, thank you. You are brilliant. And I'll tell you, Simon Jordan, I will tell you why Carlton Palmer is brilliant. He's about to uh, go about two major physical assaults, first a half marathon and then the big marathon. What are you up to? Yeah, so this Sunday uh, I'm running the, me and my wife, we're running the half marathon in Sheffield yeah. for Cavcare Cancer Charity. Uh, so that's this um, Sunday. And then on the 23rd of April, running the London Marathon Oof. for Mencap. My God, well done. First things first, this one on Sunday, yeah. Sheffield, uh, it's hilly, right? Oh, it's horrible, honestly. <laughs> Me and my wife have run in. It's just, honestly, it's about, to be fair, it's seven miles of just hills. <laughs> but in, in fairness, in Sheffield, if you can find a flat spot, you'll have done well. So, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough all run. Well done. How do people contribute to yeah, what well, you're doing? If you want to make a donation to what you're up to. Yeah, just go on to Just Give In, just give in and you'll see me on there for the London Marathon uh, for Mencap and for the half marathon for um, Cavcare Cancer Charity. It's all right, isn't it? Very good. You ever done a marathon? Half marathon. Yeah, half marathon. That's yeah. not the real thing though, is it? Where no. was this half marathon? Uh, in Boston. In Boston. Is, mm. there, is there any record of this? That you took part well, in this? Uh, there was a record of it, yes, in terms of the... I felt absolutely knackered. <laughs> my feet <laughs> were broken to pieces. No, it's very hard. and it's, re- it's a remarkable achievement. My younger brother ran a couple of London marathons and I saw the state of him afterwards in about three hours and 57 minutes or something. And I think, three, six miles an hour, I'll leave off until it's I try to do it myself. Man. Yeah. Um, so, no, it's very good and well done, Carlton. Yeah, it's, it's, you know what? Oh, when I, when I, I I agreed to do it when I was intoxicated, <laughs> and 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 then the and reality, and, and, and then reality of it is kicked in with the training. Yeah. It is really, it's really tough. I mean, uh, 
the the half marathon not so much but the training for the full marathon i, I mean all right the half marathon is still a significant achievement 13 miles it yeah. is yeah, yeah. come on carlton i mean come on 600 senior football games in your career 90 in england caps under graham taylor this is a bagatelle for you you can do this no i, I will do it without a shout but it but the problem is for me is i can't just yeah that's the thing simon How i can't quick? like my wife said to me just just get round but i can't do that so i set my target to do it Four in and under two in no to do the half marathon in under two hours yeah, yeah. Right? and then i i did that uh two months ago i ran that in uh 151 so i've set yeah. myself about 145 146 right and i'm looking i'll be honest with you if i can break four hours oh that was very good yeah for the that's good yeah for the London Marathon. Yeah. Carlton, yeah, loads of people saying well done and they will get behind you. Of course, we'll keep that going for you and we'll speak to you after it to make sure you damn well did it. We're streaming live <laughs> on YouTube and Facebook this morning. If you want to watch the show, you can. Head over to the official TalkSport channel on those platforms. Mr Jordan is here with me. The supreme athlete that is Carlton Palmer is with me as well. We're with you all the way through until one o'clock. So England kick off their Euro 2024 qualifying campaign. They went to Naples. They looked at the and thought we can beat them and they did by two goals to one what a great result Simon come on not bad at all under Gareth Southgate where does this rate do you think I mean should this kind of result reinforce the belief that this England team have got a trophy in them and not particularly it should reinforce the belief that they're a good side and have the ability to be able to compete at this level um, but I don't think we doubted that anyway um, it should reinforce the values that England are capable of winning games at certain stages in the uh, in the proceedings. And this is a qualifying uh, game. It yeah, comes, yeah, with, it comes with a different dynamic. It comes against a side, with due respect, that have recently been beaten by Austria, that are 34th in the world rankings, that have recently been beaten by North Macedonia, that have been, been drawing against... You can only Norway. beat what's in front of you. And that's fine, but let's have it right, and let's compare and contrast properly. It's a great achievement. To go into Italy and win a game at any time is a great achievement. Right. But it doesn't then get characterised as an ability to win a tournament. No, it but get, you have gets... accused them that whenever England come up against anyone of top-class level, no, they I lose. I said anyone that they shouldn't beat or couldn't beat. Italy are below them in the rankings... They're not a team that once was the Italian side that beat them in the European Championship. They didn't qualify for the last you World Cup. You said top-class level. No, I Anyone didn't. Anyone at top-class no, level. No, I didn't, because clearly they've beaten teams at top-class level. What I said was teams that on paper, there's a debate about whether they can beat. They never beat those sides. There's a debate on paper that they couldn't beat France. There's a debate on paper that maybe they couldn't have beat Croatia in the 2018 World Cup. There's a debate on paper that they couldn't have beaten the Italians in the European Championship, and so they subsequently didn't. In this instance, if you actually pare it down despite other people's views and what I may or may not be saying, if you pare it down, this is a team that's ranked below them in the world rankings, this is a team that didn't qualify for the last tournament, and a team that's recently been beaten by Austria that are 34 places, but, or 25 places below them in the world rankings. So whilst it, in isolation, it's a very good result. To go to the most difficult team in the group that you're in and win away from home is brilliant. It's a great result. Well done, Gareth. Well done, the team. But I said yesterday, any one of the results wouldn't surprise me if we drew if we lost and if we won none of them would bring me a surprise because it's Italy are not the side that you think they are do you go with that Carlton do you go with his view yeah I do to be fair I, I do I, I listen if you'd have said to me before the game yesterday England win um away in in Naples I would have said uh I fancied it to be a draw so I think it's a very very good result but in isolation. And, and and I think that's the way it's got to be taken. It's a very, very good result. Um, what, Engl what England have to do and Gareth Southgate have to do, they have to take it one step further and deliver 
a a major tr trophy. Sure, but is it not worth talking up this result from? Oh, last absolutely, night? absolutely. They in went the, to Naples. No, they no, beat them. No, no, absolutely, it's a fantastic result. Fantastic for Harry Kane to to get the record. Uh, I thought in the first half they played uh, very very well. They're, they're, it's a talented group of players. Um, I, I, I Listen, I disagree with people about the World Cup. I thought against France, I thought we were the better side and, 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 and deserved to get the results. And that's when you come to a major tournament. These things can happen, right? You know, you look at Brazil, they were fancied to win the tournament, they didn't win the tournament. So you're not nailed on to win True, a major but tournament. I'm from Glasgow and I'm trying to get you two to get behind England. No, after no, what you saw we last are behind night. England. Here's the thing, we're all behind England. What we don't want is to be able to elevate something to the stuff of champions and then elevate something that's not quite as good to the stuff of losers. We want to find it in the middle because what's going to happen is if everyone leaps on this and go, bang, look at this, this is a well-beating performance, it's a well-beating team, up will go the expectation, up will go the media superlatives and this poor bugger, Gareth Southgate, that already gets enough from people like me criti critiquing for, fa for failing at the last hurdle and never achieving what they potentially could have achieved, is going to get even more of it. So yeah, I think but you... I've also said when he comes up against an elite manager, he doesn't come out and talk. Mancini's an elite yeah. manager. And in this instance... In, in this instance... Yeah. OK. And you've got to eat some and humble And that's a fair observation. But, you, you know, you cut, you, you've got to be able to cut your cloth accordingly. Robert, uh, Roberto Mancini took that Italian side into the European Championships on the back of a 34-game 34, uh, 34 unbeaten run. So they were in good nick. This is not the same Italian side that 18 months ago were That's beating not Southgate's fault. Well, no, or not England's fault. No, but it's also comparing it's Italy, who it's also comparing night. apples of apples, not apples of oranges. You, at the end of the day, you still got to have something to it's work Italy. with. Italy, it's the best Italy could last night, and it's a Jimmy, great result. Jimmy, it's a great result. You can't. Jeez, well, I'm talking you guys. Up no, no, no. What we, no, what you have to do is because you can't talk your own one up. The problem we have sometimes. If, and we do this. If we get a player that's doing well, we we all of a we'll sudden so we yeah, look, look at Marcus Rashford. He's having a fantastic season. Now they're talking about him being world class. We go over the top. Well said. It was a fantastic result, a fantastic performance. But now that has to lead to England winning a major trophy. Correct. Harry Kane, big night for him. Um, he becomes England's all-time record goal scorer with goal number 54. Quite amazing. If he retired now, could he be fully satisfied with his innings for what he's contributed to the game? I would think probably yes. This was Harry. You know, a really special night for me personally, I think. Uh, a really special night for the team. The first time England have won in Italy for a long, long time. So uh, to be a part of that's amazing. But uh, I just want to say a big thanks to... All my teammates, um, the staff, you know, my uh, the fans, my family back home, my wife, and uh, yeah, just a really special night for me, a night I'll never forget, and overall just really proud. So uh, thank you to all you guys as well in here, and uh, everyone who's made um, yeah this dream come come a reality. I mean, Carlton, if he did call time in his career today, can he be satisfied with the contribution that he's made? What for England or for in England? total? Oh yeah, for England, for England, but not not league football. I think he he's got to get a move uh, this summer. Uh, I think uh, he, he needs to get to a big club and, and win some win some trophies. And, he, and if he does that, then overall his overall career he'll be satisfied. He's but got he to get to a big club. He's got to get he's to got a to big get club. Out of Tottenham. Well, well, I, I think I think reading between the lines, I think Levy uh, promised him that he could go. Um, and then that didn't materialise when he didn't go to Man City. Yeah. They then brought in Conte and uh, 
They've not backed Conte in the transfer market, so that hasn't happened. So I think he will, ultimately, I think Conte will go and I think Kane will go in the summer and he needs to go to a club where he can win some trophies. And, and after Carlton being called a defender by the likes of, oh yeah, him, Graham Sooners, Declan Rice, <laughs> did he show that he can be, be the complete midfielder? Well, listen, I'm, I'm a big fan of Declan Rice. I think he, he goes back to the old school midfield players who can do it all. Um, he can get up and down he can dribble with the ball he can pass um, he's asked to play a specific way at um, when he plays for England um, but I think he's a very very good midfield player I don't just see him as a, a defender I've seen him play a game um, last season when he played at, 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 uh, for West Ham against Everton and he basically bossed the show from from uh, tracking back to um, to to retrieve the ball to 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 uh, passing the ball forward to dribbling with the ball. I think he's a very, very good midfield player and there's not many around worldwide who can do what he does. Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. I thought it was darn good last night, even though some of the England fans are saying, nah, 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 wait a bit yet before we start celebrating anything. And I do get that. Of course I do. The bigger question this morning, if you're a German football fan, Carlton, and if you're a supporter of Bayern Munich, is what is going on at this great football club, Bayern Munich, many people's favourites, this time to go out and win the Champions League. What did they do last time out? They only pipped over two legs at the great PSG. Well, not so great PSG as it turns out. But now we understand last night, Julian Nagelsmann was sacked. And this is Julian Nagelsmann, who has lost two games in six months, second in the Bundesliga, one point behind Dortmund, but sacked. And in comes Thomas Tuchel. Let's get confirmation as to whether or not this has actually happened uh, at this particular point in time. Konstantin Ekner, uh, German, top German sports broadcaster, joins us live. Konstantin, good morning to you. Uh, confirm it for us then, will you? Is this true? Nagelsmann's gone. Nagelsmann's gone. Yeah, that, that's that's something I can confirm. Uh, Tuchel hasn't signed the paper, so uh, we can't confirm officially that he's the new Bayern Munich coach, but he lives in Munich. He moved back there after his Chelsea time was over and um, he, he wanted that job for quite a while. So uh, he will be the next Bayern Munich coach. So, I mean, fill us in, Constantine. What has Nagelsmann done that merits the sack? I mean, as, as you just uh, run down the numbers, basically, I mean, it's seven out of eight Champions League games with, with a clean sheet and, and all these all these numbers are impressive. Uh, but I think that there were there's a mix of um, issues on the field and off the field uh, that the Bayern board made make this decision. Um, first of all, some at Bayern feel that there's no real progress. Um, that some of the the highly paid players like Sadio Mane, who came in from Liverpool last summer, uh, has struggled heavily. Leroy Sané, the former Manchester City winger, also struggling right now. And Nagelsmann doesn't do enough to or. Ha- didn't do enough to really help them so that's the, that's the first thing um and then the, the other issue is that Nagelsmann tends to antagonize people and antagonize many people like Manuel Neuer the captain uh is not on good terms with, with Nagelsmann and even Thomas Müller who's someone who usually likes everyone uh is not even on good terms with, with you and Nagelsmann and and in the end there was no one at the highest level at Bayern who really stuck up for Nagelsmann and and so the decision was made to replace him um, even though Bayern invested 25 million euros as a transfer fee, basically, to sign him from RB Leipzig in 2021 and uh, pays him a high wage. So that's why he's not really sacked. He's just released from his post. He's still under contract because uh, otherwise they would 
would need to pay him, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 million to, to really sack him at this point. I will fire him. Um, and still, they don't think he's really the long-term project they initially thought he could be. And Thomas Tuchel is available right now. Um, Tuchel was really into learning Spanish in the past few months because he was looking at that Real Madrid post, maybe, you know, you never know. Uh, but he's not right now in Munich and they think like, we, we have to uh, get him now before he's gone again. All right, so Tuchel's not confirmed as yet. Callum Palmer's with me, uh, Constantine. So too is Simon. We'll get to Simon in a second. It seems, Callum, from what Constantine is saying, Nagelsmann ran out of chums, ran out of pals at Bayern. Yeah, but it's it's not the first time they've done this before. I think they've done it with Ancelotti and Kovac. Both of them were dismissed midway through the season. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, what what is he? Fifteen wins in twenty five games, but he's a point behind. He's won the he's won the cup double in the league last season, and then he's out of work. And they're saying he's a bit prickly. Well, if they bring Tuchel in, they've got a problem there, haven't they? So it's strange. I mean, obviously something's gone on with the with the board. Uh, I mean, what is he? A year into a five year contract? Mm. It's a strange. It's a strange one, really. Yeah. More, more political, I think, uh, than you know. I think it's with the people in the boardroom. I mean, Simon, you've led a boardroom in the past. One can only presume this is a very powerful boardroom at Bayern Munich. When they make their minds up to do something, they'll do that something. Yeah, I mean, his record is very impressive. It's not quite up there with Pep Guardiola's in terms of the win rate that he's got with Bayern Munich, but he's running out a 71% win record. And, you know, you look at the elite managers that are around... He's a young manager, isn't he? He's going to make mistakes. He's going to make judgments that potentially might put him on the wrong side of experience. But if you're suggesting that someone that's got a 71% win record with Bayern Munich um, is a problem for you, if you're suggesting someone that's managed two lesser clubs in and around those leagues and comes out with an average of 50-55% win record is somebody that needs to be taken out, then it really can't be on the football field that we're talking about. It really has to be about the relationships in the ballroom and the manner in which he conducts himself off the pitch. Now, my, 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 my first thought was... Is that the next port of call for Daniel Levy? But if we'll be talking about someone that's potentially prickly and problematic, albeit the Bayern Munichs of the world don't spend the money that the Premier League spends, so they're not he's not used to spending enormous amounts of money. He spends reasonable amounts of money because they have reasonable amounts of money to spend. But the bottom line is, is that the same ailments in football in Germany and France and England will replicate themselves. If managers cannot work with people that they actually work for, it doesn't matter sometimes what happens on a pitch. You're going to find yourself the wrong side of an argument. But you think Daniel Levy, even at this moment, now he knows Nagelsen's been freed up, could well be looking at him if well, Conte indeed you'd, 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 be, you'd be silly not to, but the bottom line is it depends what Daniel Levy, in the, in the event that Daniel Levy does do what I think he should do, which is give Antonio Conte a drop kick into the next life, then the bottom line is, is that people like Nagelsmann would be a, a, a discussion that you could have. Then the argument would be, what's the point of getting trophy managers if you're not going to give them trophy opportunities? Yeah. And around and around we go. I mean, Constantine, you'll be aware that uh, Conte here in London is still in uh, the job at Tottenham, uh, is yet to be removed from it. But of course, you'll know all the talk surrounding that. Is there talk amongst you guys in the German media that Nagelsmann could fit the bill at Tottenham? Yes and no. Uh, I mean, right, right now it's a bit of a difficult situation because 24 hours ago, Nagelsmann still believed that he would be the Bayern Munich coach for at least the next three years. Um, <laughs> when, when he was when he was approached with basically the decision by the board, he was asked by media members uh, last evening or yesterday evening. Uh, he he told uh, some of my colleagues, "I don't know about anything." Um, so I, I think he has to digest at least uh, that that news a little bit because his dream job, he auditioned for the Bayern Munich job. For years, when he was at Hofmeim years ago, he already auditioned for the Bayern Munich job. He actually wore a, a red coat, a red winter coat, sometimes on on the, on the stands, just to <laughs> signify I, I want to go to Bayern. 
so that was his dream job. And now he's let go from that at, 20, at, at 35 years of age. Uh, so I think if Daniel Levy wants to approach him, maybe give him a few days at least uh, to <laughs> calm down a little bit and be not as peed off yeah. <laughs> as he is right now. At least uh, but give him I a mean, few days to find a club court, yeah. Yes, yes, maybe, maybe just you know, uh, calm down a little bit because I think right now he's like as as heated as you can imagine. Um, and and there's also a few things for him maybe to figure out because as as you guys said, I mean his win record is is great. He still he is close to Dortmund. There's the big game against Dortmund on April first, so next weekend mm. he, they will play Dortmund. Um, then there there was the uh, duel with Pep Guardiola, one of his great role models uh, in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. So all that is out the window now for him. So I guess uh, I think he has to readjust and reconfigure his life a little bit at this point. Um, but I mean, there is some talk that maybe he could be the next Tottenham coach uh, because that would be his way to maybe just show the world that he. You know, he's, he just moves on and does something else and is still sure, successful. Sure. Um, Thomas Tuchel also looked at the Tottenham uh, position, but he was more um, he was more in favor of maybe going to Bayern or going to Spain. So Tottenham wasn't really an option for him, but maybe for Nagelsmann. I mean, if, if he's opportunistic, why not? All right. So Tuchel's going to throw away the Spanish uh, language books today, no doubt, and sign for Bayern Munich. Is that going to happen this afternoon, do you think? Uh, it's expected either this afternoon or this this evening. I mean, every, there are a lot of moving moving pieces. Uh, either today or early tomorrow, uh, he will sign. Uh, but of course, Bayern. Um, I mean, you can you can maybe criticize for the way they they handled the Nagelsmann situation, but still, that's a club that's well run, and uh, they wouldn't have sacked their current coach uh, with without a replacement in position. I mean, there are some details to be figured out, but Tuchel wanted to be Bayern Munich coach in 2018. That back then Uli Hoeneß vetoed the move, um, and now he's back in Munich. He lives in Munich. He doesn't have to move anything. <laughs> the furniture is already there, and he can just walk uh, over to uh, Allianz Arena and be the coach Perfect. for the game on April first against his former club Borussia Dortmund. So I, I mean, that will happen, of course. Great stuff from you, Konstantin Ekner, top German sports broadcaster. We just found out why. Thank you so much for that up to the minute news. So it seems Nagelsmann out of Munich and Tuchel in. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Download, stand well back, listen. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Carton, we thought it would be on, then it was off, then it was on, then it was off. You know what I'm talking about. That fight against Alexander Yusek, which will now not happen. This was uh, the latest expletive-laden rant from uh, Tyson Fury just a little while ago. Yusek, you little house. You proper little bag, bog-eyed, gappy-teethed, ugly little rat, you little slimy. Tried all week to get out of it, begging for a rematch like a little girl. You got your rematch and didn't even want to fight at that. You little house. Always know that you was never man enough to tangle with the Gypsy King, ever in your life. You little house. You little fourteen-stone coward. You little. Bag your rat little and your full team know it as well. And all the lawyers have got the full information. You little ugly keep running. Fight your bar at the copper box now, bag. And always know that you or anybody else like you could never tangle with the Gypsy King, you house little coward. Now, I'm not entirely sure, Simon, how much that, if anything, achieves. Are you? Um... We know they were trying to get it on. Crashit was on with Frank Warren saying they'll do their level best, but their level best wasn't good enough, yeah. and it's gone. But what does Fury expect to achieve with anything like that? I don't know. I think, as you've seen in other videos, they have their little enclave of people around them in a little bubble, blowing smoke up people's backsides, making sure that they feel they're the most important person in the room, and so they don't really stray out of that space. Look... Tyson Fury, if that... If, I don't know who... They, listen, for the people that support Tyson Fury, that will be in an outburst that will appeal to them. But the people that don't will think that's preposterous nonsense that you could have resolved the situation. And ultimately, you've got an opportunity to have the undisputed fight. And you've made it about money. It's always been about money. It'll always be about money. The big problem is that they wanted this fight in Saudi Arabia. They couldn't get it there, so they had to go for a lesser purse. And now you want the other fellow to take it in all its ways. Frank's argument, Frank Warren's argument, is right and it's wrong in both in equal measures. It's right that Tyson Fury p- brings ultimately the equation in the UK and, 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 and probably a slightly more aware public about Tyson Fury. It's wrong to suggest that the Fury, that Usyk should get less money for fighting Tyson Fury than he got potentially as an outcome as a result of the fight against Anthony Joshua, albeit in Saudi Arabia, albeit for a different purse. But you've made it to such a position that he's accepted one now you've got the rematch, and we can argue about who put the rematch clause in and who didn't want it in there. But you also wanted this guy to take the B side in the argument in a rematch, even if he won it. And I think it's wrong. And Tyson Fury's outburst for me, it's just it's first of all, it's undignified and uninteresting. It's uninteresting. And the last thing you want Tyson Fury to be is uninteresting. 
because that will serve him no good in the end. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. saying you're saying uh, Tyson's the A side, and I agree with you to a certain uh, point. But when he fought Chisores, he wasn't exactly filling out the stadium, was he? If he's the A side, Yusik um, uh, brings a lot to the table. Tragically, and, and he did. Carlton. Uh, Tragic, sorry. Tragically, he did. They, did. they did fill the stadium. Tragically. Mm. It's a dog. It's a dog of a fight. I agree with you, but tragically, he did fill the stadium. Or he puts well, bombs on seats, Carlton. Who? Tyson. Fury. No, no, I know, I know. He puts bombs on seats, but you know, at the end of the day, mm. right? I think people are growing tired of. Listen, don't get me wrong. I think he's a hell of a fighter. Yeah. But people are growing tired of listening to him, right? I don't think the the AJ fight happened because of him. I don't. I never believed the Usyk fight was going to happen because of him. You know, this Usyk guy. Let's be honest with you. Albeit, you can say what you like. He's been on the front line over there. He's fighting for Ukraine. He's gone and said, right, I think 60-40 was a fair split in Agreed. Tyson's favour, yeah, right? He's then gone and agreed 70-30 if you give a million to Ukraine, right? Mm. Now, do the fight. So he said, okay, there, there was a rematch clause put in there, as I understand it, which was put in from Tyson's end at the start There's of it. There's an argument about yeah. that. Yeah. So now, yeah. now he wants the rematch clause... But let's just give equitability in the conversation, right? The Fury-Joshua fight couldn't happen because Wilder invoked an arbitration clause to force him into a rematch. But now, Tyson knew that in the first and, place. And, but, but Frank Warren came on and said that he thought they felt they could get around it. They didn't think it would exactly. stick. And I said at the time, I think it will stick, and it did stick. Yeah. The Fury fight against Joshua, I think Fury wanted that fight because it was two and a half months after Joshua just got beaten by Usyk Correct. and he had taken it. And Joshua was right not to take that fight because two and a half months after a fight against Usyk and all the emotional outbursts, you're not in your best condition. The person who's in his best condition is Fury. Simon, Don't give it Simon, to him. Joshua knew he, the fight wasn't going to happen. He was just calling no, his bluff. No, 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 no. no. I don't believe they, he knew, no, he knew they, that because they, his first fight was going to be under his own. They take it, so they, there was always going to be a problem. They, I can assure you they took it thinking that there was an opportunity to do it. Right? No, I believe but that. Was, but it was never right for Joshua. And I think Joshua's team pushed back on it. And if you listen to Eddie Hearn now, he tells you categorically he didn't think Joshua should take that fight. And the mm. allegation from George Warren and Frank Warren, and I'm not defending them, was that Eddie went into underground with Frank Smith and didn't return phone calls. Yeah. So that we'll never know. right? This is a preposterous set of circumstances. Yeah. As much as I like Frank, I do like Frank and I do like Ben Shalom. I'm not as warm towards Eddie Hearn. I'm quite honest about that because yeah. we have a different personality, we have different relationships, but I respect them all for what they have to do. In this instance, right, Frank's made it difficult for himself because he thought this fight was done. He's not squared a circle, so he comes out of it with no credit. Yeah. Fury comes out with little credit because what Tyson wanted was everything his own way, and that's not a deal. A yeah. deal has to be respectful of both sides of the equation. Especially Usyk being a champion and, and holding so on that three basis, the belts. On that basis, we all know what they're going to try and do. We all know that Usyk is going to try and take his fight with Wilder into, South, into, into Saudi Arabia and get paid that way. Yeah. They think they can't do it. And they're going to laugh at him if he fights, end up fighting Daniel Dubois at the copper box for two million quid. But that doesn't alter the fact, Tyson. All that to one side. Yeah. You say that you want to be the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. Now, for a little bit of give and a little bit of tag and pull, you could have made this happen. But because you want to do everything your own way, now people will call you a coward as a result of it. And I've got to be honest, I, I'm not interested in that rubbish. It's all background noise. You can call him a gappy tooth, little middleweight, whatever yeah, else, rubbish, right? Rubbish. Do you know what? I couldn't care less about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've let yourself down and you will continue to let yourself down until you up the ante a little bit and be a little bit better than you're currently being. No, I mean, listen, I... I I'm not so sure I would have tuned in to watch the fight anyhow because I'm getting a little bit of tired of hearing Tyson going on. You would have. Okay, so sick. Are yeah, you, you, you would have. Yeah, well, well, maybe you I would have. when it come around, but I'm getting a little bit of tired of all the rants. Listen, if you want to be the best 
and you've got the chance to fight Usyk and you're earning obscene about of money anyhow. You've got the belts. You, you, you know, you're going to be able to call the tune as you want to call the tune yeah. as it goes on from there. Yeah. Get the fight on. I've got to say, a, a lot of people now totally disgusted there's made disgusted with Fury. There's Dom, uh, who's in Surrey. No one wants to hear empty words from Fury anymore. He should have let the boxing do the talking. Uh, he started. He's starting now to sound a massive dosser himself. But I don't believe he's fighting. I don't believe. Do you? Do you no, genuinely no, no, believe? I don't believe. I, fighting, I don't believe that. I, I, don't. I think the big problem is, and I know it's not going to be particularly appealing. They don't want this fight in Wembley. They want it in Saudi Arabia. They want the hundred and fifty yeah, million yeah. quid. But 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 Tyson side want that. They want the money. Usyk has agreed to go seventy thirty. Yeah. Agreed yeah. to fight. Frank ten- Warren's argument is Frank Warren's argument is you're going to get thirty percent of a fight, and if you went and fought eighty twenty with a mandatory challenger, you'd still get more than a thirty percent if you go and fight eighty twenty when you've got no, the eighty percent split. I, I, but that's nonsense. But you can't got, have that because they no. also got they also they're asking him to fight for a third of what he got for beating. Joshua. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's, it's, got yeah. Be, it's got to be more balanced. It's, it's got to be more balanced. So, yeah. you know, I don't understand. But Tyson have it. No, one, no, no one's going to bring... The problem with these two fighters, specifically Tyson Fury, Frank Warren, Bob Arum can't control him. Yeah. Tyson but the Fury, thing is, but, but so, the, so then you've got nothing now. Somebody, yeah, yes. somebody should get a hold of him, actually, Carl, because we like Tyson. Public Ty- demand. Tyson comes out, he phones Public in here, he comes on with us. Public demand. But quite a lot of messages this lunchtime for the first time I'm seeing this. Seems odd that someone who says he's an advocate for mental health talks in terms like oh, that. But, that, but that's and trash, I think that's and I think talking. I think yeah. I think it is over but, the top. But, but the thing is, not the is message. That, I no, mean, but, what the, but the thing what's no. done Tyson in this situation is Usyk agreeing to the seventy thirty. See, I wouldn't have moved on the sixty forty. Me personally, I've got three of the belts. Hey, by the way, I'm a unified cruiserweight champion. And I've now got three of the belts. Yeah. 60 40s at a fair Would split. Fair. I wouldn't have moved on that. So he's moved to get the fight on. This is what makes Tyson look bad. So he's gone to 70 30 and says, give a million to Ukraine. And still right, they say you no. want to have all the marbles yeah. since Lennox Lewis agreed to it and get it on. Yeah, yeah. Sad now. Um, it would have been great if we'd been talking in terms of uh, the where and the when. It would have been Wembley and it would have been April 29. Sadly, in spite of us getting uh, both uh, promoters on during the week, it ain't happening. Your 100% essential download, Outspoken with White and Jordan. Thanks for listening to Outspoken. Don't forget to leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We're back on Monday. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.